Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and it's in he's in your kitchen. He's keeping your cheese cold. It's out long. Hooray. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thank you to every one of our lovely patrons mm. on Patreon for patronising this show, but in a good way. Yeah. And thanks to you, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to you for listening to this show and kind of patronising in a bad way, uh, by which I mean not giving us any money. Yeah. Not giving us any money. It's bad patronage. Mm. <laughs> uh, now, this week is a bit special, isn't it, Howard? Uh, yes, very special. Because we haven't done a Worst Writer episode. <laughs> we just didn't, didn't get it together at all. And so what we've decided to do instead is release a kind of bonus episode, something Ooh. that you could have got on The Secret Gang about two years ago if you'd wow. bothered to join. Mm. <laughs> right? Because you may know that we um, do another show occasionally, not very often anymore, but really we started out doing a show called The Man by Cow Podcast, which was a sitcom and sketch show. Yes. And some of those episodes are still publicly available on uh, the Man by Cow podcast feed, also available from British Comedy Guide, and many of them are not. But you can still get all those old episodes by joining Patreon for just $2. Just $2 and all just those $2. episodes? All the old episodes, oh, yeah, crikey. absolutely. And all the old Gret Binchleaf books as well wow. that are not publicly available as well. I mean, just loads of stuff, right? Brilliant. But here's the thing, right? Yeah. If you want new, never-before-heard Gret Binchleaf and Man by Cow... I do. ...then you can join at $7 Ooh. and you get immediate access to all the never-publicly-released Man by Cow episodes. We've got... Uh, it's what we call Series 5. And there's already five episodes there. We what? were planning to make six, but to be honest, that sixth episode is really, really taking a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like we're about four years on that one at the moment, and it's not showing any signs of happening uh, soon. So it's very unlikely that those episodes are going to be public um, any time in the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. So what you should do... Join the Secret Gang for just $7, even if you just join for the single month. Only cost you $7. Wow. And you can immediately get access to all those Man by Cow episodes. And if you're not sure if you want to or not, you're like, well, maybe they're rubbish. That's why we're going to give you one for free right now. Wow. It's called The Mystery in the Milk. I'm sold already. I love it. You had me at, you had me at It's Called. <laughs> Okay, you didn't like the title then. <laughs> yeah, but then you lost me yeah. when you said the yeah. title. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, it's actually from the middle of series five. So uh, a few things have already happened in series five. You may notice in this episode, Rufus and Howard are running a shop. Mm. And if you want to know how they ended up running a shop, then join the Secret Gang for just $7 and listen to episodes one and two, which tells the story of how they got there. Brilliant. Let's listen to a Man by Cow episode then, shall we? And then maybe in a couple of weeks we'll be back with normal Worst Writer. Yes, please, Milk. Well, Wolfgang, you go and see if they've got any sharp objects you can play with. I'm going to have a look-see if they've got any books. Hello, Beatrice, it's Brick and Brack. We sell everything. How can I help you? Books? Yeah, we sell books. Washing machines? I think we've got a couple in the back, yeah. Heroin? No, we don't sell heroin. Yes, I know it says we sell everything on the window, but that doesn't include flipping heroin. Note to self, change sign on window to we sell everything except 
heroin. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. It's me, mm. your next door neighbour. Yeah, yeah, I know. You probably don't recognise me. Of course I do. I'm the one that used to have a big beard. Yeah, I see you still do have a big beard. Big hairy beard. It suits you. I mean, I think you made the right decision when you chose to keep that beard and not change your appearance in any way. You probably remember my son as well, do you, then? Absolutely. Oscar! I think you looked after him a little time for that little bit, Bob, didn't you? Uh, yeah, how is Oscar? Oh, well, it's his birthday tomorrow, and I thought it's probably about time he learned how to read. Now that he's 14, I don't know what. He keeps drinking terrible things because he can't read the label. The other day, he drank a whole litre of antifreeze, thinking it was lemonade. And now he's got superpowers, like the Iceman, or that bloke out of the Batman movie. Oh, he's driving us crazy with his awful ice puns. He froze our dog this morning, and he called it a popsicle. Then he picked it up by his tail and he started licking it. Yeah, we've got loads of books for children. I mean, OK, some of them are a bit old, but, hey, the best ones are, aren't they? And um, we keep them up here on the top shelf. Uh, right, OK, check this one out. Dick and Jane colonise India. No, all right, not that one. The Famous Five. See a black man and totally flip out. Uh, all right, the little engine that had to because it was a slave. Uh, no, OK, Spot the Dog Goes on Holiday. But he doesn't like it because the food tastes funny and everyone has a moustache. Oh, no, that's not really what I'm after at all. <sighs> yeah, they are a bit out of date, aren't they? To be honest, we haven't replaced the stock since Great Auntie Beatrix ran the shop and she was... What's the word? A big old racist. That's the one, yeah. Well, if I'm being honest, and I am being honest, I wasn't looking for a racist book. I was wanting to buy this book that you've got here in my hand here. Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. Oh, that's right. I'd be quite interested to find out where milk comes from. And I'm sure Oscar will too. That'll be, um, say, ten pence? Oh, that's a cracking bargain, that, isn't it? This is one million pounds on this price tag here. Oh, that's probably a mistake. OK, well, you go then. Take a pound. I do keep that change. Thank you. Right, come along then, Oscar. Let's get ourselves back home. I can't wait to find out the origin of milk. Brilliant. Hey, Howard, I just sold a book for a whole pound. What? Oh, well done, you big, yeah. big, brilliant... Sell man. Sell big genius man. Sell genius man. Yeah. Which book do you sell? Oh, um, Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. No. What? No, what? that was my book. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't think you'd miss it since you bought 300 copies of it the other day. That was an investment. 300 copies of Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. Yeah, it's part of my genius get-rich-quick plan. I'm going to corner the market. I'm going to buy every copy that exists of Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. Then, any time someone wants to know where's milk come from, they'll have to give me money and I'll be able to name a price a million pounds. Howard... Everyone already knows where milk comes from. It comes out of a cow. Yeah. Which part of a cow? From its, you know, it, its milk holes. You don't sound very sure. Perhaps you need a copy of Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. Oh dear, I've got them all and I'm charging a million pounds each. I've already got a copy. I've got 300 copies in the boot of my car since you made me drive to Basingstoke to pick them up. What? You haven't brought them in yet? <sighs> you lazy get. I'll do it later. I've, I've got to 
Go out now and see a man about a thing. Oh, can you look after the shop for me? What? Serve customers? You're a brick, Howard. The brick? I knew you wouldn't let me down. Where, where am I going? I don't know. I've just got to go to the corner shop. I've just got to nip out for a few minutes and buy some milk. Wait, but how do you know where milk comes from? Excuse me, Governor. Do you sell commemorative biscuit tins from the 1930s? I'm particularly interested in racist biscuit tins. Oh, yeah, you're in luck, actually. Uh, just head down the third aisle, just past the Elizabethan cannons. We've got tons of racist biscuit tins. Just a bit of harmless biscuit banner. Bit of biscuit banner never hurt no one. Hey, maybe don't eat the biscuits, though, because they are most decidedly stale. Stale biscuit never hurt no one, did it? Everyone likes a stale biscuit every now and again. I tell you what, if it's a bit dry, I'll dip it. In some milk. Oh my god, running the shop is so exhausting. I'll never make it until Rufus gets back. Never. Where's the phone? Get... Hello, is that Larry's cash and carry? Brilliant. Um, do you sell automated checkout machines? Ready to go now To spend some time with man my cow They're going to take us to the moon Using their magic space balloon Well, a bargain, as always. There you go, young man. And hey, look, just to show you that we really value your custom, why don't I throw in a copy of Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale, half price. Half price, eh? Well, I've never been one to look a cheap horse in the mouth. How much is half price? £500,000. £500,000? That seems an awful lot for a copy of Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. Especially as I've already got three copies. I've read them all, and they all end the same way. It always turns out that milk comes from a... Hey, don't spoil it! I haven't read it yet. Now, if you were offering a copy of the sequel, Where Yoghurt Comes From, I might be interested. I'm eager to find out how that one ends. Apparently, it has a completely unexpected twist. Well, we've probably got a copy somewhere. After all, what does it say in the window? We sell everything. Except, except heroin. heroin. Yes. If you don't mind waiting an hour or two, I'll dig it out. Okay. No, I'm, 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 I think I'll leave it, young man. It's not important. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just leave now. I'll, I'll, I think I'll be satisfied with knowing the origin of milk. The little engine that had to, because it was a slave. Oh, here we go. Got it. Oh, he's gone. Well, let's uh, find out this amazing twist, shall we? Okay. And where yogurt comes from? Yogurt comes from. It comes from. That's a surprise. Hello! It is me, Hitler! <laughs> oh, no, wait, hang on, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I mean Larry, the delivery driver, not Hitler. Not Hitler? Are you sure you're not Hitler? Because you look exactly like Hitler, and you are Hitler. <laughs> I'm Larry, the delivery driver. Look at my name tag. It says Hitler. Oh, OK, don't look at my name tag. I, I 
can prove I'm not Hitler. Huh? Look, everybody know that Hitler was a vegetarian, yeah? Yeah. But look, I'm going to drink this pan of cow's blood I got from the butcher. Yeah. Mm. Oh, why oh, 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 Hitler oh. loved drinking cow's blood. Oh, no. Oh, oh. What are you doing? Oh, oh my God. It's so lovely. Oh, where Hitler always go to the butcher every day Hitler. and buy the cow's blood and drink it and pour it all up. Oh, sexy Hitler covered in cow. Hitler oh. goes to the butcher oh. and buys cow's blood every day. No, no, don't drink that. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God, no. Stop drinking the cow's blood, Hitler. No, no. Listen, I believe you. Okay, yeah, you're not Hitler. You're definitely not Hitler, it's okay. Yeah, I believe you. Say to Hitler again that he's not Hitler. You're not Hitler, Hitler. Oh, thank you, Hitler. <laughs> okay, yeah, so listen, Hitler. Yeah, listen, Larry, the delivery, Hitler. Is there any chance you could stop drinking the cow's blood, please? And just, just bring the delivery in. I mean, I've already had to serve two people this morning. My arms are exhausted. So... You don't want me to drink the cow's blood? No, really, no. It's okay, kind of fine. You're just very capricious, changing your mind all over the place. Okay, I'll go and get the delivery now. I'm just going Brilliant, to get thank it. you. Fine, not a problem. Sorry, I asked you to drink all that cow's blood. <laughs> okay, yes, I'm just Hitler, just hacking the machine. Oh no, don't worry, you don't have to help Hitler. Good. He's on his own. He's doing it. Not a problem. Such a big, strong Hitler. Okay, there it is. Okay, just uh, just plug it in there. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I guess press that start button. Okay. Thank you for shopping at the cooperative supermarket. Please scan your first item. Ah. Is this second-hand? Well, this is a second-hand shop, so you got to need a second-hand checkout machine. Otherwise, it's not going to know the price of your products. Ah, well, that makes sense. OK, let's give it a try. Pass me that book. Oh, wait, which one? There's like a million books here. Hey, you should try burning some. That one near you, Where Yogurt Comes From, by Michael Nightingale. Oh, Hitler always want to know where yogurt come from. Oh, that a big surprise! Hey, give it here, you freeloader. Item not recognised. Oh, okay, try this instead. Item not recognised. No, it don't recognise Hitler's face. Hey, give me those sandwiches. What? But that is Hitler's lunch! I thought your name was Larry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, what am I, Larry, doing with Hitler's lunch? It's a mystery. Give it here. Okay, fine. Cheese and tomato sandwich, £1.50. Oh, I suspected as much. This co-op checkout machine only recognises co-op products. It's a complete waste of time. No, no wait, it just need a little adjustment. Wait there a minute. Okay, just... Unexpected Hitler is bagging area. Please remove this Hitler before continuing. My name is Larry, the delivery driver, not Hitler. I just can't find in the control panel. Okay, I think I found the problem. Unexpected hammer in vital machinery area. Warning, repeatedly hitting this machine with a hammer may void the warranty. To calibrate it to work in your shop. There, that should do it. Welcome to Beatrix's Bric-a-Brac. 
Please scan your first item. Oh, wow. I'm surprised that worked. It's very user-friendly. Here is the manual so you can reprogram it yourself. Yikes. Uh, oh, one question. What's this thing sticking out in the front of the machine here? Oh, that is its plunger. In case it needs to unblock the sink. Okay, and uh, what's this other thing next to the plunger? That is the death ray. Huh. And is that normal for a checkout machine to have a death ray? Oh, dear, is that the time? I'm way past Hitler's bedtime. Hitler got to go papa milk. Okay, bye. Right. Well, let's have a look at this user manual then, shall we? Good morning. Uh, sorry I'm a bit late, but there's a massive train blocking the front gates. Woohoo! Look at you waltzing in here like you own the whole school. Oh, I suppose I'll be asking for my phone number next. Oh, Nell can have your phone number, then I'll be saying, oh, yeah, it's 0110115692. And you'll be like, that doesn't sound like a real phone number. And I'll be like, it probably is. I just made it up, not got a phone. But, you know, if you want to speak to me, I'm right here in front of you. Um, I'm here from Beatrix's Bric-a-Brac and Bookshop. I have an appointment with the headmaster at 10 o'clock. Oh, I bet you do. I bet, I bet you do. I bet you'd like to see the headmaster, wouldn't you? Get into his office and then watch me through his little window. It's a... I'm a little spy on Neryl as she does the counts. As she does the counts. I'm good at counts. One. Okay, not so good. It's about providing some books for the school. He said Ooh. in his email it's quite urgent. Oh, naughty books, I'll warrant. Ones with pictures of big flapping bajangbos in them. No, Ooh. no textbooks, textbooks. Sexy books. Textbooks. Textbooks. Like, as I said, he said it's quite urgent, so maybe I could go in and see him now. Oh, I bet he said, now. He said it was urgent, did he? I yes. Bet he said, oh, I bet he said, yeah, you got. And he said, come get down here right away and make advances at my secretary. Is that what he said? He no, said, come no. here. Oh, go no. and have a look at Neryl and, you know, advance her. No. Advance her. What it you was trying? just... Oh, what are you trying to advance me for? It was just about the books. Oh. Not about you. Oh, you look the type. You look the type. A little florander are you. A what? A little florandula coming round <laughs> Like, like a big spider. Like a big spider. Oh, yeah, look at all those legs you got. Wrap them around narrow and give her a big sweaty hug. Oh, but you like that. I suppose you wanted to uh, kidnap a couple of children while you're here. What? No, of maybe, course not. Maybe grab a couple of the smaller ones. No. Ooh, stick them in my pocket. Take them down to the dungeon under your house. D keep them there till they're 40 years old. No, and, of course not. Ripe. Like my children, ripe. No, absolutely not. Are you sure? We've got some nice ones in year three. No, look, I just want to see the headmaster to sell some books. Oh, sexy books. No, not just textbooks, I told you. Texty books, yeah, yeah, well, I'm afraid he's a bit busy at the moment. We had a break in last night. Oh, someone smashed a window in the art block and they stole some blue paint and used it to write the word penis on the wall of the library. Big letters. But you want to know what's strange about it? Yeah, well, what, what's strange about it? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Just tell Come me. Around here, say, you asked me. What's strange about a penis, Neryl? That's it. What's strange about a penis? I'll tell you what's strange about it. I'll tell you what's strange about a penis. Uh, what's it doing in my pants? <laughs> 
That's strange, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it depends what situation you're in. If you've lent your pants to a man, right, yeah. then that would be quite normal. Oh, know? yeah, well. Now, go on, then tell me what's... Would you like me to lend you my pants no. so you can put your penis in it? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but you would, wouldn't you? No, look, no. can you tell... Look, you asked me a question. Oh, yeah, Do that? I want to know what's strange about the fact that someone broke no, into the, the art block and wrote the word penis, penis on the wall? So what's strange about it? They used a cannon! The, they used a cannon to break into your art yeah, block. Yeah, whoever smashed the window of the art block, they used a cannonball from an Elizabethan cannon. If I know my cannons, which are doo-doo, doo-doo, who knows the cannons? No one knows the cannons like Neville does do. All right, well, look, it's been nice talking to you, but I think I'm just, gonna, mm. I'm just going to go through You're gonna to go the headmaster's oh, office yeah. now and not speak to you. Oh, here you go, off he goes, off he goes. Ooh, I bet he'll be back in a second, though, won't he? He'll be like, coming back in here, and he'll be saying, ooh. I think I forgot your pants. I've got nothing to put my penis in. I need somewhere to put my penis. Now will you help me put my penis in your pants? Hang on a minute. I'm just, uh, I'm just putting my trousers back on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my trousers back on. Okay, come in. Mr. Fluck. Mr. Fluck, that's right. Hello, Mr. Fluck. Mr. Fluck, Mr. Fluck. Being in the school, being in the school. What's what are you doing in, in the school, in school? Mr. Oh, Fluck? Fucking very good question. I'm the headmaster, headmaster Fluck. You can call me headmaster Fluck if you want to, and you just want to, because that's what you've got to call me, because it's my name, isn't it? You're the headmaster? That's right, yeah, the master of head. Now, give me some head and I will master it. When did you become the headmaster of a secondary school? Oh, about two weeks ago. Luck, there's my certificate on the wall. Yeah. Look at it, have a little luck. Yeah, I am. That, yeah. And that... That is not a certificate. It it's a napkin yeah. with me and got a PhD written on me it. I've got a PhD, yeah. In biro. Uh, biro, yeah. Very like red biro. <laughs> yeah, red biro on a napkin. That's what PhD certificates look like, isn't it? What? Why are your hands covered in blue paint, Mr. Flug? Well, I comes in early this morning, yeah. Yeah. And I goes to the library wall and I'm painting the word penis on it. You were painted the word penis on the library wall. Well, somebody's got to, haven't they? No. Otherwise, it's not, I'm never going to get done. <laughs> isn't that a desirable situation, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no. Why, did you, why did you break into your own school yeah. and write the word penis on your own library? Well, here's my logic. If one of them, you know, if one of those little rascals, they decides that they want to paint the word penis on the library wall, why, they won't be able to do it, will they? Because I've already done it. Wait a minute, your secretary said that someone smashed the window of the art block. I forgot my keys. She said they used a cannon. I didn't forget my cannon. I'm not an idiot. That goes everywhere with me. Like, it's on a little chain around my belt. Probably probably keep my keys there, actually. I did wonder why you were chained to a cannon. Yes, a nice. Weird. Sturdy cannon, isn't it? It is very big. Do you want to have a go sharp. on it? No, no, You can really. sit on it if you want no, to. Do you want to sit on my cannon? No, Ooh. thank you, no. Oh, imagine. In a big chew between your legs. Oh, fucking hell, there goes a science block. What kind of money-grubbing, irresponsible moron sold you a cannon? You did. What? Well, uh, your shop did. I got it from Howard in exchange for my copy of a Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. Ah, now I'll never find out where milk comes from. Ah. Still, not on the bright side, at least I've got the sequel. At least I've got the sequel. At least I know where yoghurt comes from. I know where yoghurt comes from. Do you want me to tell you? 
you want me to tell you where yogurt comes from? Not really, no. It's quite unexpected. Mr. Fluck, Hello. what would you think if I said I could fix both your problems in one? What problems? Well, first, you don't know where milk comes from. Oh, no. And second, you said in your email that you need 300 science books. That's right. Before the new term starts tomorrow as well. And I, I can't afford them. I can't afford them. 300 science backs, can I? Poor Ed Master Fluck. He hasn't got the money for text backs. He spent this year's budget on a new school train. A new school train? Yeah. Well, I thought it would be better than a school bus. Everyone likes trains more than buses, don't they? But don't trains need to go on tracks? Yeah, they do, that's right. And if you drive them on the road, uh, all the wheels fall off. So that explains why there's a massive broken-down train in your car park. I live in it now. I don't call it a train. I call it Mr Flux's long house. The only problem is, every night when I'm at home relaxing, a ticket inspector walks in and finds me 20 quid grabbing a ticket. Listen, Mr Where Fl- am I supposed to buy a ticket for my house? Mr Fluck. I probably shouldn't have employed him. Mr Fluck, I think I can solve your science book problem. Uh, what about my house ticket problem? No, you're, you're on your own there. <laughs> but I've recently come into possession of just oh. over 300 copies of a science textbook that would be perfect for your school. Hello. And I can let you have them for the bargain price of a million pounds. <laughs> Well, I haven't got a million pounds. Can't you come down on the price a bit? Okay, say ten. Oh, deal! Howard, 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 where where are you? I'm in the bath. What would you do in the bath? Who's looking after the shop? Doing my yearly bath. This is no. I asked you to look out. Who's looking after the shop if you're in the bath? Don't worry about that. The checkout machine's got a death ray. The what's got a what? Hello, hello, uh, Mike and Bruce here. Come and say hello. That's almost true. Uncle Mike, Uncle Mike, my name's Ashley Bryan. Oh, yeah, Mike and Bryan here. Come and say hello. Oh, don't forget the second hello. Second hello. Come and say hello, hello. Hello, Mike, what can I do for you? Oh, thank you very much for asking. Hmm. Uh, Well, we need a new chair for our living room. Oh, I've got to get a new chair. Yeah, young Bruce here, well, he's about to turn 18. No, I'm 19, actually. 19. Consequently, he needs his own chair. I've got to get my own chair. Can't keep sitting on the floor for the rest of your life, can you, Bruce? No, I've got got sciatica. That's right, yeah. That's his favourite TV show. Bowstar Sciatica. Just not joking. Actually, actually, he's got quite serious back problems. And my legs don't work properly. The problem is, and it's a big old problem, we've only got two comfy chairs and a sofa, haven't we, Bruce? That is correct. So, of course, there's not enough comfy chairs and sofas to go around, because I'm on one comfy chair. You've got your comfy chair, haven't you? I've got a lovely chair. Bruce's mum, she's on the other one, isn't she? Oh, she likes a good chair. She doesn't like getting out of that chair. And then the dog... Well, he likes to lie on the sofa, doesn't he, Bruce? There's Brian, actually. What? No, the dog's name's Mike yeah, Junior. Oh, Mike yeah, the Junior. dog's name is, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I named him after me, see? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we've got the same number of legs, you see. He is a two-legged dog. He's a two-legged dog, exactly. And he's got wheels at the back, hasn't he, Bruce? Well, that's like me as well, because, uh, well, I've got two wheels, haven't I? Oh, you, you've got a bicycle. And that's why our dog's called Mike Junior. Because I have got a bicycle. So you live with Bruce and Bruce's mum? That's right, yeah. Oh, but I don't get any, uh... Don't get the wrong idea. There's no funny business. Oh, no. <laughs> no funny business going on. Oh, no. oh, we, we, uh, we, we sleep on a different side of the bed, don't we, Bruce? Oh, yeah, yes, but it's Brian. It's Brian. Brian, it's yeah, Brian, yeah, yeah. That's right. And uh, there's never any accidental funny business either, because 
There's Brian sleeping in the middle. Oh, yeah, sleeping in the middle, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and don't forget Mike Jr. along the end of the bed. Oh, yeah, don't forget Mike Jr. at the end of the bed. Keeping our feet warm, isn't he? And, oh, uh, uh, protecting us from sharks. Oh, yeah, protecting us from sharks. Oh, that's from that's sharks. his main job, protecting us from the sharks. Yeah. Do you have a lot of sharks in your bedroom? Oh, yeah, no, none. None whatsoever. Thank you very much, Mike Jr., who is an excellent shark deterrent. Yeah, yeah, he's a except, oh. except when we took him to the beach that time oh, yeah. and a shark ate his back legs off. Oh, yeah, no. They no, didn't... he didn't deter that shark, did he? No, no. no. If anything, he attracted that attracted shark. Attracted it, yeah, yeah. Well, well, his legs certainly did. His yeah. legs attracted it. He attracted that shark oh, with yeah. his legs. And that, uh, long story short, that is why we would like to buy a chair, please. Right, so, ooh, um, okay, ooh, what about this one? Oh, what a funny looking chair. That's a funny looking where on earth did you get a chair like that from? Well, you remember that 737 that crashed in the woods about five months ago? Um, oh, that was a terrible, terrible tragedy. A terrible well, this is one of the seats from that very plane. Look, it's still got the seatbelt. Oh, yeah, very nice, very nice feature, I see. And uh, what about this thing? What's that? Hang on, let's have a look. Uh, oh, oh, so this is Eduardo de Silva. He was a doctor, apparently. I don't know if we want a chair that's got a dead body in it. Uh, no. I mean, that's going to make it far more difficult for Bruce to sit in it. All right, well, that's uh, that's OK. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll just... Um, uh, there we go. No dead body. Oh, perfect. <laughs> right, we better pay for it then. Uh, uh, shall we use your new self-checkout machine? What? Hey, we've got a checkout machine. OK, uh, well, right. give, give me a hand, Bruce, and we'll just drag it over. Get it. I got it. There we go. There we go. Oh, hello, hello. I see you've got a copy of my book. Oh, what a surprise. Your book? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, well, well I wrote it. I remember you writing it. Yeah, yeah. That was my doctoral thesis, wasn't it, Bruce? Where Milk Comes From by me, Michael Nightingale. Oh, yeah, four years of research that took. Four years. Four years. Four long years, wasn't it? Four very long years, yeah. Longer than regular years, weren't they? Yeah, twice as long. Eight years, that's right, yes. Eight years. You know what I discovered? Yes. Yeah, I think we all know what you discovered. Milk comes from a cow. Yep, that's what we thought. Comes from a cow. Yeah, we knew that. That was a revelation that shook the scientific community. I don't mind telling you. Hang on. Are you saying that it was a mystery, mystery where milk came from until you came along. Oh, oh. People thought it was magic. Oh, yeah, I thought it was magic. He thought it was magic. magic he Bruce, milk. Yeah. They thought it appeared on the doorstep like, like maybe the fairies brought it. But I'll tell you what, if you like that book, if you like that book, you should try my second book. Where yoghurt comes from. It's got a twist ending, that one. Thanks, I'll keep an eye open for it. Oh, no, no, you can't uh, buy it. can't uh, buy it, no. Oh, it's been out of print for years, that one. I guess I'll never know. Well, I could just tell you. It's OK, I don't really care. It's yoghurt world. Yoghurt comes from yoghurt world. I was the first to establish the existence of a mysterious yoghurt-producing dimension called Yoghurt World. Uh, I would have liked to do more work, but I, I lost my job at the university shortly after that so book was published. Tragic day, that one, wasn't it? Good. OK, so let's hoist the chair up and give it a scan. Oh, hello. Here we go, Bruce. One. Seat from Boeing 737. Dead body not included. Please select payment type. Okay, just uh, stick my old credit card in the old slot. Card details being processed. Cardholder, Michael Nightingale. Please confirm identity. Yep, that's me, old Michael Nightingale. Death ray engaged. Activating oh, in oh, three, What's this thing two, sticking out the front of your checkout? Ah, Uncle Mike, you disintegrated my Uncle Mike. Relative detected. Bruce Nightingale. Uh, it, it's Brian, actually. Likelihood of nephew continuing uncle's work, 34%. Safest course of action, exterminate nephew. Uh, excuse me. Uh, oh, oh, what do you mean when it says uh, exterminate? Howard, 
Howard, you, you know this checkout machine you bought? Yeah! It's brilliant, isn't it? Hey, why are there two pairs of shoes on the floor with smoke coming out of them? The checkout machine disintegrated two of our customers! What? Don't be ridiculous. Checkout machine, tell Rufus about my clever reprogramming, will you? What's your new mission? Primary objective, eliminate all copies of Michael Nightingale, which do not belong to Howard Long. What? No, no, no. You meant to eliminate all copies of where milk comes from by Michael Nightingale that don't belong to Howard Long, so that my copies increase in value. New mission accepted. What? Engaging flight boosters. It, it can fly? everyone to stay indoors, especially people who own a copy of Where Milk Comes From by Michael Knighting. And while the machine has made its objective clear, to kill anyone who owns a copy of Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale, its origins remain clouded in mystery. Attacks are not random, but somehow connected to this book, Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. The first academic work definitively to prove that milk comes from a cow. Target located. What? Death no, no, wait! Engaged. This isn't my book! It belongs to my wife! Disintegrate her instead! Well, good. So our new checkout machine is rampaging through the city and murdering people. Thanks, Howard. Good job. Give yourself a gold star. Hold on a second. Now is this my fault? You bought a Dalek from Hitler. It is a checkout machine. And then programmed it to murder people who own Where Milk Comes From by Professor Michael Nightingale. On the bright side, every time it destroys a book, my 300 copies rise in value. You haven't got 300 copies. Yes, I have. They're in your car. No, I sold them to Mr Fluck earlier. <gasps> as science textbooks for his new school. He gave me £10 for them. £10? Yeah, I mean, like, I wanted a million, but, you know, he haggled me down. You mean to say that this is the only copy of Where Milk Comes From that I own? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be worth a fortune. What are you talking about? Well... When the checkout machine has destroyed every other copy. Yeah, and the people who own those copies. Yeah, when there's only this one copy left, I'll be able to charge a billion pounds for it. Hang on. Hang like on a, a trillion pounds. No, listen. What's more than that? A Google billion pounds? No, Howard, what? Howard, what? What? the machine is killing people who own the book, right? Yes, yes, yes. An unfortunate but unavoidable side effect of my plan, Don't, yes. Uh, and I, I just gave 300 copies to a load of school kids. Uh, Oh, crap. Quick, put the TV back on. Certain death of several hundred schoolchildren was narrowly avoided thanks to the selfless heroism of one man, Mr. T. Fluck. Hello? Now, Mr. Fluck, Hello? you are the headmaster of this school. Uh, the master of head, correct, sir. And this robot, which had evaded the police, the army, and the air force, you managed to defeat single-handed. Yeah, that's right. I didn't use my left hand at all. How did you achieve such an extraordinary victory, Mr. Fluck? I used my cannon. 
I shot the robot with my massive cannon. That really is an incredible victory, Mr. Plug. Both the fact that you defeated the robot all by yourself and the fact that you own a cannon. What a gut boy I am. You must be the greatest headmaster that the world has ever known. Oh, thank you very much for saying so. Thank you very much. Uh, Which is surprising, really, because I only does it as a hobby. You're a hobby headmaster? Yeah, I just does it in my spare time. It's not my real job. It's not my real job. What is your real job, Mr. Flug? Oh, it's funny. Funny you should ask that. Because uh, I just had a special song commissioned all about my real job. I, I've got a tape here. Why would you like me to play it for you? Well, we don't usually allow people we interview on the news to play songs about what job they do. Uh, but I suppose we could make an exception this one. Since you are the true hero hooray! of today, having saved hundreds of children. Go ahead, Mr. Flug, play your song. OK, putting it in. OK, and I'm pressing the button. <laughs> Oh, that's not a song about my actual job. That's the sound of a monkey. The sound of a monkey, yes. Yeah, hold on. I must have pressed the wrong button. Let's try this one instead. Oh, oh, that's that's not a song about what my actual job is. That, that's the that's the button that pushes a dog out of a window. It's a, don't know why I had that installed, actually. It does seem a bit superfluous for a school. Uh, hold on, here we go. This is definitely it. One, two. The doorbell rings You get out of your chair When you answer it A stinky hairy man is standing there We hope you enjoyed that episode of the Man by Cow podcast on the Worst Writer in the World podcast. <laughs>
<laughs> we, we like to be confusing, don't we? <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to hear more, then join the Secret Gang for $2. You can get loads of Man by Cow episodes and Great Bitchley, or for $7 and get even more and even better. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with a more traditional Worst Writer episode, probably me, reading something that Howard wrote when he was a little tiny, tiny child. Hey, little baby Howard. Bye-bye, Milk. Bye-bye, Milk. Here's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.